Hey, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Suzanne. And you're listening to Culips. Today, we are going to talk about some very exciting news that Suzanne has to share. And if you're a loyal Culips listener, then you may have heard us preview this recently. In a recent episode, Suzanne, you told us that you're engaged. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks so much, Andrew. Yeah. So, Suzanne, in today's Chatterbox episode, we're going to talk all about your engagement story and your plans for your wedding. And guys, if you don't know what Chatterbox is, it's the series where we have completely natural English conversations and we let you listen in. So we'll get to Suzanne's engagement story here in just a moment. But before we do that, I want to let you all know that we have a study guide available for this episode on our website, culips.com. And it's a great way to study with us. So just check out our website to give it a download. All right, Suzanne, let's get into this engagement story. Yeah. And actually, maybe we should start with just a little bit of your relationship background, if that's okay. Sure. Could you tell us a little bit about your fiance and maybe how long you've been dating or how you met or some of the details behind your relationship? Yeah. So Ollie and I met about 10 and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah, right? It's, it's a long time. and <laughs> Long time, yeah. Yeah. And um, I was a waitress at a very popular lounge in Times Square in New York City. And it's, it, was a, it is still a touristy kind of spot because it's right in the middle of Manhattan and you have a view of the whole city. So... Ali was visiting with his family, his mom and his cousin. And um, he had just moved back to Montreal. And they took a weekend trip to New York in the summer of 2009. And actually, they were my customers. And that's how we met. And (laughs) we exchanged some like Facebook info or something like that. And we just kept in touch because he was really cool and he thought I was cool and we kept in touch. And then finally, wow. I um, m- I moved. I didn't move right away. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> Took four years. Um, and then finally, I came to Montreal like about a month and a half after we met. Um, I had okay. some time off. It was like like the end of August, beginning of September, you know, like Labor Day weekend, maybe. And which is our holiday here in North America. In September, is it? Yeah, it's like the last weekend of August, first weekend of September. Exactly. Usually like August 30th, September 1st, something like that. Right. And so it's like a long weekend. So I had a long weekend off and I said, okay, why not? And I came to Montreal to see if this guy was worth it. Huh? You know, I don't know. I had to see, do I like this guy? And I was nervous because, I mean, I was coming to a new city. I had never been to Montreal. So I got my own hotel room because I was like, you know, 
I might meet this guy again and be like, this is awkward and weird. Never mind. <laughs> but at least I'll have my own hotel room and I'll have five days in a new city. Yeah. So you could meet him, hang out. And if he's a creep, then yeah. you can just forget about him and have a little vacation. Totally. And just, you know, <laughs> chalk it up to adventure. So, Sue, just before we keep going, I have two clarification questions that sure. I wanted to ask you. So the first one, you said he was coming from Montreal to visit New York City. Yeah. But that might give the impression that he's Canadian, but he's not actually Canadian, Ollie, right? Oh, he's not Canadian, right? So he's from France. He's from the south of France, yeah, from right near Spain, the French side of Catalan. And he was moving back. So he had done like a an internship here in Montreal after university and stuff. And then he went back to France. But that was right around like 2008 when the market was really bad. It was hard for him to find a job in France. So he had a job offer in Montreal. So he said, why not? I'll move back to Montreal. So he moved back to Montreal. He came to New York and... He found me. <laughs> That's great. And this leads into my second question, yes. which is, you said he was visiting New York with his family. Yeah. Is that true? And so he was visiting the lounge that you were working at. Was he with his family or? With his mom. Wow. So that is, <laughs> I, I can't really imagine that. He's a very brave guy. I think if I was out with my mom to kind of hit on the waitress or <laughs> just <laughs> chat up the waitress. Well, wow, that's a very brave move. We, like, I think that was what was so impressive was he was just really himself, you know, it was like, wow, he just, <laughs> he's really himself. And yeah. we had a really nice conversation uh, you know, a few conversations while he was there. I wasn't very busy. But when they left, they paid and left. And then he came back. He returned. So they were both, so his cousin and his mom were at the elevators waiting to go down. And he came back in and stood there and waited for me because at that point it was very busy, actually. It was because oh, okay, the okay. theater had just let out. So basically it was like, I don't know, maybe, uh, yeah, like probably like 9.30 at night. And it was, it was like packed. I got maybe like five or six tables all at once and it got really busy. So he waited and he asked me for my information, my email and stuff. And... You know, when you work in a place like that, you kind of just go, yeah, sure, okay. Like, if you want to, if you want, if you like the person, it's kind of cool to have friends in different countries. And you just kind of forget about it, you know, because you meet, it's New York City, you meet so many people. Probably people from all over the world. Totally. And I'm not trying to say that everybody asks for your email, but if you're a nice person, maybe you make a nice connection with people and they're like oh if you're ever in italy come find us like email us we have a guest house and you're like okay great yeah <laughs> i'll do that for sure <laughs> like i'll take right. you up on that so i've done that before like uh, yeah customers like i own a hotel i'm like okay mm -hmm. perfect <laughs> like yes we are friends um yeah <laughs> <laughs> we are not friends here's a free glass of wine what um so yeah. So, you know, you, you make friends, but you don't necessarily think that they will follow up 
with their request. So um, I was impressed because he did follow up and he emailed me and, and he was very funny in English, which was very impressive. But he was with his mom and his cousin. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. So mm-hmm. you went to Montreal. He turned out to be a good guy. Yeah. It was uh, wonderful. Romance was in the air. Yes. You guys fell in love, (laughs) started a relationship. Eventually, you moved from New York up to Montreal. Yep. And that's when I met you, right? That's when I met Andrew. Exactly. And now, was that move solely because of Ollie? Or was it kind of like you are looking for a change too? or, Kind of, yeah. But I mean, we had been long distance or... So in English, I guess you say we are long distance. Mm, yeah, long distance relationship. Right. So you could say we were in a long distance relationship or you could say we were long distance. It works both ways. Um, yeah, both are good. Yeah. And he had tried to move to New York a couple times, but it was very hard visa wise to move to the U.S., when you were French. So he was not yet a Canadian citizen. Okay. So it was more difficult. And, you know, we didn't want to just get married because of the visa, just in case then we find out like, ugh, this is not working. And then it would make it really complicated, you know. Right, right. When you when you do that. So I knew that I wanted to do a master's in linguistics. I had been looking around at different universities and in pronunciation. So I thought, well, this is a good way for me to get my my visa, to get a, a study visa. As most of you guys out there know, that's the that's the easiest way is to go somewhere and get, you know, apply for a program or a master's or a bachelor's or something and take some time to study in another country and you really learn the culture too. Sure, sure. So that's what I did. I got a study visa. Okay. And that's how I moved to Montreal. Yeah. Okay. So that was, well, several years ago now. So yeah, yeah. Fast Six forwarding. Years. Gosh, yeah. so fast. I can't believe that. <laughs> Time right? flies. Is that cr- I've known you for like six years, seven years. That's crazy, wow. Andrew. Unbelievable. Wow. Weird. Weird. Suzanne, let's fast forward to kind of present day. And your engagement was recent. And I'd love to hear about how that came about, how you guys decided to get married. We had been talking about it for a while as something we wanted to do. We had some, you know, kind of ups and downs over the last couple of years. And it just seemed like we had some kind of like bad luck. We were like, what's this cloud of bad luck over our heads? I don't know if I've really told the listeners out there, but I went through cancer treatment for breast cancer over the last year. Yeah, like a year ago now I was in cancer treatment. So we just were like, this is the right time, kind of. Mm-hmm. And but it was a surprise. I didn't I didn't know that that's what he was planning. Um we had kind of talked about it and you know, we knew that we wanted to get married, but he kept it a surprise. Okay, cuz that's what I wanted to know because you know, some couples really talk about it and it's it's not a surprise. 
And some couples talk about it like you do, but it's also kind of a surprise, which I guess this sounds like your <laughs> engagement was kind of a surprise. Yes. And then other couples have a complete surprise where they don't really talk about it. And one partner springs the question on the other partner and it's kind of like, oh my God, uh, I don't know. You see yeah, <laughs> this sometimes yeah. too, right? <laughs> yeah, that scares me. I feel like the the complete surprise is a little too <laughs> scary for me. Like I, I might freak out. It's usually guys that do this. I, I don't want to be too gender specific, but it's usually guys that do this type of thing where you know, they'll they'll get one of their friends to film it and they'll surprise mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. their girlfriend or their partner in a public place. And I always kind of feel bad for the person that's being asked the question in that moment because yes. uh, you don't want to let somebody down. But I, I don't know. That's kind of an yes. intense way to propose. Or like at a baseball game or some sort of sports yeah. arena, like on a big screen yeah. and you're like, what? In front of thousands of people? Seriously? The pressure. Oh. Oh, yeah. no. But it wasn't like that. You guys had talked about it. You thought, uh, yeah, let's get married at some point. But but I kind of thought it would never happen because we had been together mm -hmm. for like 10 years. And I'm like, well, you know what? If it's like, I mean, we're basically common law marriage, which in Canada is meaning you've lived together for at least a year. Um, and you enter into a right. common law marriage, like a, so it's not an actual legal wedding, but it is a legally binding relationship. Right. And you get a lot of the benefits of married couples in regards to your taxes and mm -hmm. maybe like in the case of if one partner passed away, you would kind of be like legally right. the wife in that situation, even though you're not technically married. It would be treated the same exactly. way under the law. That's kind of what common law right. is. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he uh, sponsored me for my permanent residency. So uh, in that okay. case as well, like for immigration, you can also sponsor that person with that kind of relationship. We should also maybe talk a little bit about the culture where you're living in Montreal, because it's really yeah. common to just live together with your partner and never get married, right? Yes, this is very common. <laughs> even, yeah. even if you have children, I know some of my friends' parents have been together for 35, 40 years. They have children and have you know completely yep. intact families, but just never got married. And that's really common in Quebec, actually. So- yeah, it's not common in the U.S. I don't think it's common everywhere else in Canada necessarily. Yeah. But in Quebec, it really is. It's, I mean, it's common for young people, especially to live together with their partners. But yeah, um, yeah, I think in Quebec, it's especially common not to get married, whereas maybe in other parts of Canada, it's more common to get married. Yeah, and a lot of our friends are not married then they and they have children neighbors friends a lot of them uh most of our friends are not married actually so exactly that kind of culture just also i think influenced us for a while and we're pretty like whatever people we're not religious you know we don't have something that's pushing us right. to do that in a kind of lifestyle way All 
right, everyone, we're going to cut things here for today because Sue and I talked for a really long time. Don't worry, though, you'll be able to hear the rest of the juicy details about Suzanne's engagement story in part two of this episode, which will be released real soon. So please look for that to appear in your podcast feed shortly. If you'd like to get in contact with us, just email contact at qlips.com. You can find us on your favorite social media platform by searching for the Qlips English podcast. And there is a study guide for this episode available for all Qlips premium members on our website, qlips.com. If you enjoy studying with Qlips, please support us. Leave a five-star rating and a positive review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's it for now. We'll be back soon with part two of Sue's story, and we'll talk to you then.